Alright everyone, welcome back to the Wife of Four podcast. It's my pleasure to be talking about how to feel good in our bodies, in our own skin today. And that was one of the requests that I got. That was one of the highest requests when I asked for the first episodes for this season. Uh, the first one was how to feel or how to soften when life is hard. And I did an episode on that just recently. And the second highest um, request was how to feel good in your body. Like how to actually feel good in your skin. And so I've discussed this topic many times on this podcast, but it absolutely bears repetition and some of the things may be reiterations of what I've already said, but it's all good. It's all good. And um, if you want to really give yourself this nourishing moment, which I always hope that this podcast is a nourishing soothing and energizing moment for you then go ahead and grab something to drink what i have here is raw cacao filled with antioxidants and magnesium and some whole milk and um, um, collagen powder so that's my treat for this moment um, and we're gonna discuss sensual awareness obviously because it is just something that we can't not discuss if we want to feel good in our bodies so one of the ways that we can practice that is by enjoying intentionally a cup of something wonderful and really be mindful of how we're drinking it and just relishing in the juiciness in the wonderful flavor and texture and temperature of whatever it is that we're eating or drinking but anyway so again how to feel good in your body okay so most of my ladies that i serve and i talk to are coming from a place and this was me right okay (laughs) i've been there with all of these things um coming from a place of a really disempowered relationship with their with themselves and i wouldn't even say disempowered because Honestly, the truth of it is that we so often when we live in this modern world in the Western world Where we need to be on all the time and go 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 all the time and we talk about this hyper masculine mode of being right which Causes women to suffer in so many ways because we're not masculine beings in our core. We're feminine beings Um, and so what we find is that we don't actually have a relationship with ourselves. We don't. It's very, if it's like unconscious in so many ways. We think we do, but it's actually just that we have this body and most of the time we resent it for something or we just don't give it the attention that it needs. We don't give it the nourishment and the movement that it needs, but it needs to just adjust to the very much unrealistic expectations that we put on ourselves and on top of all of this then we could be discussing the incredible amount of bastardized images and ideas of what the female body should look like which is always shifting always changing you know what was trendy a decade ago is now passe and now it's something else 
it's just exhausting. It's pretty awful. And we're inundated with these images from very early on, so it's no wonder. It's no wonder. And I feel very strongly for the younger version of me who was convinced, like, and I'm really saying that word with meaning. I was convinced that A, I needed to get big, bigger boobs to be beautiful or to be wanted by a man. I needed to get, like, you know, I needed to have bigger lips and smaller nose. And, um, you know, we have all these things that we think is wrong with our bodies. And especially if you're a teenager, if you're going through that phase and it's it's heightened, it's, it's just a wild time. And I'm, I'm glad that it's over and it's long gone, but um, I feel for these young women who are coming to their own and who should be relishing their womanhood, their femininity. But the world is teaching us to do the exact opposite. The world is teaching us to be in hyper-masculine modes all the time, to reject ourselves, to reject the body, to be critical of ourselves because that's the only thing that we can do with all the images and with all the messages that we get from from media, from society and all these bastardized and um, misused images and ideas about female beauty. And I mean, I loved magazines. I, I still do. I created my own fashion magazines when I was um, a teenager and a, and a kid. But I also realized that there was a lot of issues with those images and how they were programming my subconscious and really programming me to think that in order to feel good in my skin, certain outwardly parameters need to be in place. But this is not the truth, okay? Your feminine power is not dependent on you know, the size of your lips. And if they are what society tells us that is now trendy and popular and beautiful, right? Or the size of your boobs or the size of your hips. It's just not, that's not, that is not what creates confidence. So let's talk about the hyper-masculine mode of being. Okay, so this feeling that we need to be on all the time, right? And I'm sure that you know exactly what I mean by this. I've been there, I still struggle with this, or it still crops up. I don't want to say I struggle with it because that's also priming me to think that I, I am struggling. That's not the narrative that I am choosing consciously. I am choosing consciously the story and narrative and experience that I am enjoying myself. I am enjoying my day. But it comes from like, we, we need this validation to be productive, by being productive, right? We need this validation to be on all the time. And so many of the parameters, the, the uh, paradigms of how we operate in this world, like just how we are, how we behave, we're trying to emulate men. And I've talked about this so many times on this podcast, how we do not thrive by trying to emulate and copy what men do and how they do it. I'm not saying that women can't do things. 
I'm saying that the way we do things and how we are, what our being should feel like, is different. We have a very, very different system. Hormonal system, our bodies, you know, our nervous system is more um, sensitive. Our need for sleep is more heightened compared to men because we don't produce certain hormones with our testicles. We don't have them. <laughs> um, and we have a hormonal cycle that we should be living by, not against, um, to thrive and to feel good. Right, so the hypermasculine mode is absolutely number one reason why women are not feeling good in their bodies, because we're working against our bodies and our systems and how our systems actually find homeostasis, how our system finds that equilibrium and that sense of Oh, I'm at home. Because you should be feeling at home in your skin, in your body. If you don't feel at home in your skin and your body, which is the majority of the women that I talk to and I serve in my coaching program, and that was me as well, with chronic pain, with years of chronic pain and, and um, all kinds of issues from GI issues to uh, nervous system issues, um, uh, these weird symptoms that crop up like that, that, that doctors don't have an answer for. All of these things. There are so many things that women are riddled with um, in terms of their physiology and their physical health and their holistic health, emotional health, that we're just stuffing aside, we're, we're suppressing and repressing. And it's creating a lot of disease and illness. So think about this. If your body is flooded with cortisol, cortisol is a stress hormone. It's necessary. We're not here to villainize it. Like we're not here to villainize anything that our body produces because there is a purpose for everything and there's a place for everything. But let's just say that like for the most of us, this is a, this is a truth, a fact for the majority of us in the Western world especially if we're operating in masculine paradigms as women. Um, our bodies are flooded with cortisol, stress hormone, right? And we're so used to it, in fact, that we don't even notice it. And it, it feels weird to not live with that kind of sensation of slight anxiety all the time or slight hypertension or hyperactivity or this, you know, fight or flight state, right? It's so normal that when we don't have it, we feel like we should be doing more. Can you relate? <laughs> we feel like we should be doing more and, and that if we're not feeling that sense of, oh gosh, like that sense of anxiety and, uh, and that need to be producing more and to be doing more and to be on all the time and if we're resting, if we're not doing anything, then gosh, are we even validating our existence? <laughs> um, and the reason for this is that scientists have found that cortisol is addictive. In the way that we are living today, it is one of the greatest addictions that we have, in fact. It can be more addictive, apparently, than nicotine in a cigarette. So, we get to ask ourselves, are we addicted to cortisol? Because if we are, how could we be feeling good? Like, think about it. If you, if you are flooded with stress hormones and, and you're in this fight or flight state all the time, how could you be feeling good in your body? 
and this leads to no desire and desire as a feminine being is such a key thing a key concept the art of desire because how you relate to your desires how you sort of discern and and descend and surrender into your desires is is um how we operate how we thrive how we receive more how we receive pleasure how we receive a way forward i'm not saying that there isn't work involved or 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 just or that we're just lying on a couch uh, being fed grapes by someone no absolutely not that's not the image that i'm that i'm talking about in any way but desire is so important and and women who are constantly suppressing their desires for whatever reason who are operating in this resentful secretly resentful self-sacrificing all the time for whatever it is their family their kids their their communities it it you know there's a toll that it takes a toll on us on our systems and we can't really find what it feels like to be alive in our womanhood and i want you to be alive in your womanhood the whole point of this podcast is to help you fall in love with being a woman and so many women are actually resenting if not downright hating their female bodies and the fact that they're women and that's sad that should be a shocking awful thing as it is and yet it is something that even in the beauty industry it's a norm and it's just awful like think about it that women are secretly resenting and hating their bodies that there's self-hatred involved and of course this this goes beyond just our our physicality it goes it goes back to all of the deeper things like our relationship with ourselves our inner child our uh potential trauma from our past and we've all experienced trauma in some sense or or way because it's just our um our bodies and our minds ability or lack thereof to process what is happening and when we're kids there were so many instances where we did not know how to process something in a healthy way so we learned to suppress and it's just yeah how can we move from this place then to feeling good in our bodies if if we are essentially programmed and conditioned to hate and to despise and to nitpick and to criticize our bodies it's not great it's not great so the antidote to this is to cultivate slowness to cultivate inner safety you know the reason why cultivating inner safety is the key thing in my coaching also and the key thing that helped me heal from chronic pain and helped me tap into my sensuality my sensuousness my confidence as a woman was to create that inner safety and i, w- I just want to say this real quickly that as good as these podcasts and all the information is you do not create and cultivate safety within by listening to these podcasts that is something that you actually need to devote time and effort into 
on a daily basis if you actually want to reap the benefits of it. It's not something that you can just intellectualize and be like, okay, I'm done with it. It doesn't work that way. You have a lot of head knowledge and I am the type of woman who attracts women into my sphere who are really into learning and cultivating themselves and that's beautiful. <laughs> that's so beautiful, I think it's a virtue in many ways. But head knowledge is not what is going to transform your life. It is integration. It is that the actual changes within, the actual changes in your subconscious, the actual changes in your unconscious, and healing that relationship with yourself, with that inner girl inside that is still hurting, and healing your relationship with everything masculine, men, God, and everything that represents the masculine as a principle. And so nervous system and soothing your nervous system should be a priority. And I've actually needed this very much recently. I've talked about how the first half, like the first uh, trimester of my pregnancy now was really, really hard. And um, coming into the season of now being able to do more, I found myself doing a little too much <laughs> because I was so eager to get back to things when I'd been sick for about two months for 20, you know, 24 seven. And I noticed that I was a little hyper alert all the time. And so I needed to get back to my own basics, <laughs> um, practice my central awareness, practice with my nervous system, um, the practices that I do, exercises, like simple things from meditation to all of these um, uh, wonderful exercises. Um, and if you want to start this, you know, <laughs> go ahead and grab those meditations that I have freely available freely freely available for you by signing to my email list if you haven't done that yet and obviously I have a lot more of those in my private containers and I will be creating more of those even on this public podcast but um, yeah start with that and understand that the safety piece, emotional safety and safety in your nervous system is the prerequisite for you to feel good in your body. Cultivate slowness. Can you slow down just a little bit? Just honestly, it, you will feel resistance. You will. At least I, I feel resistance every time I want to slow down because that old programming of go, 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 go is so hard, it just comes on. It's that old wiring in my brain that this is how life is and this is how I validate my existence, which is a stupid idea because you can't validate your existence um, anyway. But when that resistance comes, can you just observe it? And be like, okay, well, that's the old me. I don't have to listen to, I don't have to go by what it says. You don't have to even believe every thought that you think and it's actually very much important that you don't believe every thought that you think. And if you're thinking these ugly thoughts about yourself and your body, your task is to create boundaries 
So I want to talk about creating a protective masculine frame for your well-being. And this, in many cases, means that you need to create boundaries. You need to be a lot clearer on your boundaries. And that includes your thoughts. If you just allow yourself to think everything, every thought that you're, that comes into your head, that pops, pops up, then you have no boundaries with your thoughts. And our minds are wired to think. That that's what they do. And even in meditation, the point is not to empty your mind. Um, that's not really even possible. So it is to... The objective is to create that spaciousness so that you don't react immediately and get sucked into the story, but that you can respond and take a beat every time something triggering comes up in your mind. You take a beat and you evaluate and you're like, am I choosing this thought? Right. And then what you consume. Honestly... I don't think it's possible that we completely stop consuming the like the beauty ideals of this world. But we need to be more conscious around that. So creating clear boundaries with how much time you're using on your social media, for example. If you know that that's a numbing tendency for you to go into scrolling, then that's absolutely just zapping your energy and it's disempowering you. And you're disrespecting the masculine, in this case, like boundaries. And you're saying, go away, don't protect me, I got this, I want to feel bad. I am going to do everything in my power to feel bad about myself, and here I go. <laughs> right? And this is what we do, like, we fight for... We actually, like, we, we don't even realize it, but we're fighting for our right. And... Um, sort of that yeah the right to feel bad about ourselves and it's it's ludicrous but that's what we do when we're not conscious of it so you need to create those boundaries how much time are you going to uh, spend on social media watching tv whatever source is most likely to be triggering you or you've noticed that is you know um contributing to these ideas of beauty that are just hurting you and just making you feel like you are not enough you're not enough and that is not true that's an idea that's a belief that you've bought and it will remain true only as long as you choose to believe it that's it the minute you stop buying into it and you start con consciously and intentionally choosing differently you will notice that with time things will shift and that's just how it is so stop consuming these ideals create boundaries with your thoughts with what you consume on a daily basis what kinds of ideas are you filling your head with and are you actually spending time with yourself? You can't have an intimate relationship with yourself and your body if you don't spend time with it and yourself. Like, are you just like assuming that you will have an intimate, beautiful relationship with your husband by never spending time with them? Or if you are with them, you're scrolling and you're not even there mentally? No. 
Of course you don't. But that's what we do with ourselves. So getting to know yourself intimately is a beautiful thing that you can gift yourself. And it's necessary if you want to feel good about yourself. And the most juicy, wonderful thing that I want to talk about before we end is how to cultivate that sensual awareness. How to tap into the sensuous woman that you are. Because you are a sensuous, beautiful woman. No matter your size, your skin color, your past, uh, your scars, what, all, no matter that, no matter any of that. And just think about this. I was just listening to the to an episode, an interview on someone who had written books on seductresses of the past. And obviously, here I'm not promoting uh, promiscuity. <laughs> you know my values, right? Okay. But what I found really interesting and valuable in that conversation was just the emanation and the confidence of a, sedu- of a seductress and what I got f- and took away from that that really helps and is good um, even among the things that I may not take with me or accept is that these seductresses who were really just you know on top of their confidence on top of like feeling completely at home in their skin they were not classic beauties they were not considered to be these beautiful women that you should see all in magazines or in movies and films or today they probably might not be like instagram models or whatever um, they did not have, you know, all of them like the, you know, big luscious boobs and a tiny waist and the perfect butt and the perfect proportions of their face, um, you know, lip fillers and uh, trimmed noses and, and whatnot. They, some of them had like flat chests and, and not a lot of curves and, um, or they had a lot of curves and and they were on the thicker side and it's so interesting that and it proves that it's not about the outward contingents it's not about um, your size and your proportions and how how well you meet those you know beauty industry expectations none of that grants you anything you can get the lip fillers you can get the all the all the stuff done but it does not fix or somehow align your inner world with this feeling of total confidence and being at home in your skin. It just doesn't. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with it if you want to, if those are things that you want, that you truly want, but I'm not convinced that they are the things that actually change the game for us, that they would change how we feel about ourselves. And my concern is always the authentic, true emanation of you as a woman and how you truly actually feel about yourself as a woman. That 
is something that we all already have. We had it when we were born. A child, a baby is not disgusted by their own thighs. We were confident, but we learned a different way and we can unlearn it. So body confidence, honestly, it is not about trimming your body. And and I'm not saying that your fitness goals and, and all those things are bad that they're bad. They absolutely can contribute to your confidence. When you start to feel more energy and you're, you're more fit and you're more healthy, beautiful, amazing, absolutely worth it. But it cannot be the sole purpose like it, it, or the sole um, source of your confidence. It, it's also that work that you do with yourself and cultivating that sensuous woman, that vibrant woman that is already within. So we see that to be truly magnetic has nothing to do with being quote unquote perfect. (laughs) Has nothing to do with it. And we're fighting against probably decades of being indoctrinated with with the bastardization of female beauty and how that robs women of our innate radiance and ease like think about it honestly when a woman is fully embodied and at home in her skin she loves her belly rolls They're sensual and they're beautiful. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's quite incredible, isn't it? Because it's just so against what we think is even possible for us. But I'm here to tell you that you can feel incredibly juicy in your femininity and in your skin when you are embodied, when you are living as a woman who is already pursued, already cherished, who is already good and beautiful. And you'll notice that it's that emanation, that authentic emanation of being in the feminine, of embodying your feminine essence that makes you magnetic and makes you feel good in your own skin. So that you can go into these beautiful practices like breast massage and, and, and just touching your body with loving care, with appreciation. Of touching your belly and just imagining how incredible this capacity you have to create. Connecting with your womb. Connecting with your intuition and your body wisdom there's a lot of body wisdom that god has placed in us i mean for goodness sake our bodies know how to heal and it's quite incredible but we get in the way in so many ways your nervous system knows how to heal and trust me and remind yourself of this no matter how you feel right now your body and your mind has the capacity to be confident, to feel confident, to to have more pleasure on a daily basis. Like 
tiny like simple things pleasure from a cup of tea pleasure from touching a fabric pleasure from a hug or 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 sound or um, something that you see from the window all of this is available to you but so long as you believe that it's not that something needs to be changed first on your outward appearance for you to feel good you're always stuck so i want you to walk away from this with the invitation to cultivate your inner vibrant sensuous woman by bringing in more of that sensual awareness practicing your five senses and engaging them and again how to start doing this well start using that essential surrender um, guided audio activation that i have freely available for you if you're si sign up for my uh, email list and the other the morning juice meditation is also great and that is one way to practice that but again again i want to emphasize that it's not just listening to these episodes that helps you feel better in your body it is in the actual integration okay it's not head knowledge it is integration it is the practice in and of itself day after day it's a devotion right so that you can go like, get back to the home of you like get back home to yourself and that is exactly what it felt like when i rediscovered my femininity after operating solely in that sort of masculine paradigm for years so those are the things that i wanted to discuss today and next time or with an upcoming episode we'll go deeper into how to be that vibrant sensuous woman um even if you think that that's not possible because of you know you're a woman of faith and 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 you think that sensuality is about promiscuity and which is so not true it is an absolute freaking myth i also have a lot of episodes on this interviews beautiful episodes if you want to dive more into sensuality your innate sensuality and like i said get that free guided audio activation if you haven't already or if you already have it then go back to it and get back to practicing the principles and, it, and the presence just the presence in and of itself and notice if you're present right now are you actually present right now can you feel your body or are you just in your head a floating head moving around can you feel your breath? Can you find something to enjoy in this moment? Something pleasurable. Remember that your mind has the capacity because of neuroplasticity to cultivate more pleasure, even in the simplest of, of everyday things. You have that capacity. It's just a matter of practice and rewiring your brain and your nervous system. So that's all for today. We're, we're going to continue with these topics later on. If you have any questions that you'd like me to go deeper into, please send them my way. Make sure that you've, you've subscribed and that you've left a rating and a review for this podcast. It really helps me and I appreciate it so much. I appreciate your presence here 
If this resonated, share it with someone. Again, connect me, connect with me on Instagram. Send any messages, any questions that you have. If you want to still work with me, uh, send me a message. Um, right now, my four-month container is no longer available, but we'll see what we can do. If if it is a if it is a match, all right. Um, because these things are exactly what you're going to walk away with when you work actually work with me to become the vibrant woman and to be completely transformed. All right. So that's that. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day and enjoy it. Stay in the vibrant flow.